Uh, Lord Mayor Basil Zemplis on Australia Day joins us in the studio. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, good to be with you. It's a special day and uh, I've already been out and about. Saw Millsy and Carl across oh, did in you? South Perth. How are they going uh, over there? Feeding uh, the seagulls? Uh, they had a good crowd down there in yeah. South Perth. Well done to them. They've had a, a very special breakfast this morning and Australia Day for those who choose to celebrate Australia Day on this day, which clearly is me and is the city of Perth. Uh, lots for those people to do. We've got our citizenship ceremony coming up at 11 o'clock at the Perth Town Hall. Yep. And then two big events, Supreme Court Garden, uh, the Birak Festival. That's the Birak Concert. Uh, Aboriginal performers uh, putting on music for um, the Aboriginal audience, but also a broad cross-section of the audience. And that's been a long feature of our Australia Day events, the Birak Concert at Supreme Court Gardens. And then uh, starting a little after that is uh, our Family Day uh, culminating in the Hancock Prospecting City of Light fireworks and drone show. About 8.15, they yep. will take off and uh, all eyes up in the sky. And there's lots of uh, <laughs> carnival rides, food trucks, uh, lots of displays and exhibitions. It's a great family day out. Uh, bring the picnic blanket on the banks of the Swan River on Langley Park. So just quickly on the drones, though, is that yeah. dependent on wind? Because you know when yes. you have these gusty yes. sort of we yes. have these so, horrible winds come yeah. through so in the So the arbor. worst conditions for drones uh, are... Super windy. I can't right. quite remember the reading, but it's got to be over a certain kilometre. It's been around sort of 15 to 20 sort of a night time, you know, right. leading into night times lately. I know because I'm a sailor now. Well, it's around about that. But as I also know from previous experience with the drone shows, often on a windy oh. night at 5 or 6 or 6.30 or 7 p.m., yeah. by 8 p.m. it can drop. All right. Okay. Fingers crossed on that. Yeah. Hey, just on, just on the citizenship stuff, mm. though, I think yeah. it's 11 o'clock, isn't it? Yes, the, that's the, right. Yeah. Government House. Uh, at Sorry, uh, the Perth Town Hall. But the uh, Governor and Mrs Dawson in attendance. attendance. All right. So so there's been a call now from a, a Nationals MP that mm. says, righto, if local governments want to keep hijacking Australia Day and, and change their citizenship day, mm. to, you know, to be more flexible, as the PM told them, uh, it should come back in the hands of state and federal MPs in each state. In other words, their officers conduct it, mm. their officers uh, go through the, the ceremonies, etc. cetera. Uh, take it off local government. What do you say to that? Well, you don't take it off me, well, Nationals MP, because we're doing it on Australia Day, as most people would expect us to do. Look, the answer. I understand what uh, what Keith that Pitt, Nationals right. MP Queensland. I understand what he's trying. The yeah. point he's trying to make, but the easier point and the bigger point to make is PM. Uh, let's just make sure everybody does it on Australia Day, and then we don't have this argument. Or Gary, or. If the Prime Minister and Federal Parliament think there's another date that's more appropriate, lead that change. Mm. But don't cause the division in our community every January by allowing some councils to go off wherever they want and others maintain the Australia Day presence like yeah. we do. Yeah, and Joondalup and South Perth and many others. It's becoming almost unpalatable well, each it, year it, that we it, have I, to go through this. I mean, you, it, I've heard, I've been talking about it purely, and people say, oh, why do you talk about it then? Yeah. Well, because people like Woolworths yeah. and people like Cricket Australia. Australia make stupid statements Correct. that they then have to wind back. And then they backpedal yeah, from it. But again, yeah. Gary, they make, they have the confidence or rather they lull themselves into a false sense of security when they plan it because of what the Prime Minister's stated position on Australia yeah. Day is. Yeah. If the Prime Minister told every council around this country, mm. have your citizenship ceremonies on Australia Day, do you reckon Woolworths and Cricket Australia and others would be as inclined to do what they did a week or so back and mm. then backpedal from it? No, they would not. And that's why this is on the PM. I get it. 
if he thinks another day is more appropriate, there are lots of people who do. I heard Peter Dutton just then. I agreed with most of the things he said. But I am not as locked in on January 26. I mean, I, I love January 26. I love Australia Day. What I most want, the absolute priority for me, is a day where we don't have this division every time we get to it. Mm. I, I'd rather a day where we just can all get in behind it. But that's for the Prime Minister to lead. The Prime Minister has to lead this, nobody else. Do you also want to run for the seat of Churchlands at the next state election? Because clearly Roger Cook is starting to feel that you're going to, and, he, and he's got some advice for you. This was yesterday, him speaking in Kalgoorlie. Basil Zemplis just three months ago said that he was going to be the, the City of, of Perth Lord Mayor for the next four years. And now just three months later, he turns his back on the people of Perth. I think he needs to front the people of Perth and explain why he's now changed his tune. Here's your chance. Can you front the people of Western Australia and tell us, Basil Zemplis, are you running for the Liberal Party in the 2025 election for the seat of Churchland? By Monday, you will know the answer to that. But today's not the day. You, you do realise if you do a sit down with Joe Spagnolo, that'll be the end of our relationship, don't you? <laughs> you know, interesting what the Premier had to say then. And I, I'm not going to get involved in making it a tit for tat sort of oh, confrontation. Not yet. Because I, I don't think that's what people want. You know, interesting when he says fronting up to the people of Perth. You know, one of us does a talkback radio segment every week where he takes callers from all around Perth on any subject they want to call in with. They're not vetted. You know that because it's your show. The second thing I'd say is I never, ever said, never at no stage did I say I'll be there for the full four years. I, I always said the only election that I am focused on at the moment is the election for the Lord Mayor at the City of Perth. I was very clear to say that. And does... Go stay on. with me here, Gary. And go on. Yep. Does, does the Premier... I'm going to say it softly because I don't think it's getting through. Does the Premier need reminding that the only reason he is the Premier is because Mark McGowan, who did say, I will lead the Labor Party to the next election, pulled up stumps early and Roger uh, became the Premier. It's a bit of a moot argument. And is the power back on in Kalgoorlie? Uh, it is, but uh, it took a while and they're not happy with the backup system. So, yeah, there's some headaches there for the government. All right. I, I, well, but I, can I thank the Premier for his good advice? Well, he's got some more for you. Oh, okay. And here it is. This is him in relation to if that is your intention, hmm. then you have to be careful not to cross the line as the City of, uh, of Perth's Lord Mayor because of the resources and profile that that brings to you. Have a listen. There are very strict protocols in relation to how a local government official conducts themselves uh, in the instance where they are looking to transfer their political career. Um, I notice that, uh, that, uh, that the Mayor has actually uh, undertaken uh, fundraising efforts for the Liberal Party. Um, he needs to familiarise himself with those protocols and ensure that he doesn't um, transgress them. Have you? You know, the Premier is correct again, Gary. Correct again. There are protocols in place for local government officials who might consider putting their hand up for the next tier of government. And people like John Kerry successfully negotiated those protocols when he was the mayor of Vincent, yet ran for the Labor seat of Perth at a state election. And people like Tracy Roberts, who was the mayor of Wanneroo and the president of Walga, successfully negotiated those same local government conventions to run for the Labor Party 
at the seat of Pierce in the last federal election. So I'm quite confident if I chose to go down that path that if John Kerry could manage it and if Tracy Roberts can manage it, you know what? I reckon I might be able to manage it too. All right. <laughs> I'll be back with more. and There is more. I want to find out why Channel 7, your own network, has been following you around. It's quarter to 10. At 12 minutes to 10, uh, Lord Mayor Basil Zemplis is in the studio. If you like, if you want to ask and clarify anything about Australia Day, what's going on, feel free to give us a bell. Anything mm. else going on in the city, feel free. Otherwise, I will keep rapid-fire questions sure. going. I asked Peter Dutton if he had conversations with you in relation to uh, any potential to run for the Liberal Party. He didn't answer yes or no. Mm. He, he went on a sort of a he doesn't discuss private conversations. To me, that's a yes. <laughs> Well, what well, are you going to say? Well, I discuss private conversations. Exactly. I've seen Peter Dutton at a couple of functions, I think, when he's been over here and, and say, so, yeah, we had a chat and he said, um, oh, you know, I hear you might be considering. And I said, yeah, you know, considering it, weighing it up, those sorts of things. Um, and, and so we re it, we had that sort of a discussion. Did he give you any advice? Oh, no. No, he's, you know, he, he talked about, um, you know, what a willing space it is. And uh, obviously you've got to be ready for everything that comes. Uh, but so have lots of, and I, I'm being deadly serious, and I said this the other day, so have lots of Labor MPs, either former or current yeah. that I've spoken to, and lots of uh, current Liberal MPs who I've spoken to, a former and current, who've said, you know, what that landscape is like as I, you know, make up my mind, um, you know, these are some of the things you might need to consider, all of that stuff. I've been pleased a bit, to be honest, Gary, that a, a bit like when I ran for Lord Mayor first time, instinctively I thought of, I sort of thought I knew what I was getting into. Mm. And there's really been nothing that has shocked or stunned me about it. So the, so the way that now the Premier is cl clearly happy to answer any questions about you mm. by going on the attack against yeah. you, what do you think of that? I mean, you know, I, I suppose if I say yes in the next couple of days, fair game, I get it, understand it, I welcome it, it's part of the hurly-burly of it and you can tell, I mean, you know, yeah. to be honest, Gary, I enjoy it. All right. I, I actually... You know, when when I hear members of uh, a major political party talking about me, I think, well, this is great. It means I'm in the. I mean, it means I'm in the mix. Are they worried about you? Well, you tell me. What do you think? Well, I'm asking you whether you've got a sense of it now that if you were to make that decision, it's something that would worry them because you know it's been a long time between breaks in terms of the Liberal Party having a person that people sort of know in terms of their profile and understand where they come from? Well, from a tactical point of view, and I've been an observer of these sorts of things for a long time, including, you know, from these studios as a talkback host, I think it's been unusual that they've spent so much time highlighting me. I mean, I, I'm not sure whether they get advice and then don't follow it or whether the advice they're getting is poor, but lots and lots of people have said to me, said, gee, they only ever talk about you. Mm. All right. Well, I mean, I certainly have had experience of that. Um, Sam's there. G'day, Sam. How are you going? You did a great job, uh, Basil. Look, uh, the Carillion, what the hell's going on there? It's been dead for two years, if not longer. Yes. Sam, in fact, it was longer than that, but uh, it has been purchased by uh, Tatarang, or 5 -eighth in particular, the development arm of the Mindaroo Group, or Andrew and Nicola Forrest. And this year... We, uh, I'm very confident we'll start to see some progress. So initially, uh, some demolition of the site and then a rejuvenation of that entire they, footprint. Did, did they get a timeline on it or not, roughly? So it, it was always... It, look, it's a, it's a very difficult yeah. demolition and a very difficult build. What I do know is the planning for that site is, um, is quite extraordinary. 
and we will we will in the end our city will be the recipients of an incredible landmark multi-use feature i know it's painful and i know it's difficult and holding the city back in some ways in those areas but it's going to be worth the wait all right russell's next good day russell yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, Basil, one for you, mate. In regards to the Wacker, you were involved with a lot of publicity with the redevelopment of the Wacker mm. and the, the revamp there. Seems mm. to become a bit of a stalemate, mate, in regards to what's happening. And what's your overview and your input that you can have in regards to the board, the committee, the funds, the outstanding funds? It seems to be a real a real headache that's not getting answered by anyone, mate. So what position do you hold and what, what is actually getting done because it's really, really a slow process and it's a public facility that needs to be used by everyone, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I suppose all construction's been slower than everybody would like. Uh, we're not responsible for any of that, Russ. Um, what the City of Perth settled on with the state government and the WACA was a $25 million one-off commitment towards the capital costs of building the swimming pool. As part of that agreement, and you remember they wanted us to run the pool, maintain it, all of those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. We didn't agree with that. But we settled on a $25 million one-off contribution. And for that 25 mil, we should get a pool down on the Wacker footprint for all of our East Perth community and others to use. Uh, That comes with a timeline. And it, it needs to have been started or be under construction by a certain period. I think that's still a couple of years away, allowing for, obviously, the slowness of construction. Mm -hmm. But if, for whatever reason, the WACA state government changed their plans and no longer thought, no, you know what, we're not going to put a swimming pool there now or we don't need one there now, we would get our money back. And the $25 I can tell you, would go straight down towards, or a large chunk of it, towards the Tattersalls site redevelopment, which we have now announced, that we're looking for ideas, expressions of interest. What do you think that incredible footprint... Down the east end there. Including the car park, so it's a huge parcel of land. What Mm. could it be? If there wasn't a pool going at the Wacker, then logically you could assume the pool would have gone down there. Yep. Um, But... Uh, the whacker is at the front of that queue, and uh, we'll wait to see what happens. Hey, hey Russell, I will ask um, Christina Matthews, the CEO of, of the Wacker, when she's on with me at about 10.20, just how things are progressing with that, because obviously she was integral to it. And congratulations yep. to her and all the others who've been honoured today. Indeed. Uh, now, you, you are filmed sitting with power brokers oh. in the Liberal Party mm. yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, clearly at a outdoor cafe. They, yeah. th- it was described by your own network that you've had a long affiliation with seven as a secret meeting uh, with Michaelia Cash and Ben Small. Uh, Liberal Party big players here in WA. What, what was the secret meeting about? It, it, was, it wasn't a secret meeting. It was nothing more than a catch-up. And, you know, I spoke to you earlier and I said, spoken to lots of people from both sides. It was one of those. We had scheduled a lunch and um, I had a pokey bowl. So it was a very light lunch. And you know I don't drink What's anymore. What's a pokey bowl? Pokey bowls, you know, like the rice, oh, a bit right. of salmon, you know, oh, that sort of stuff, yeah, the, the beans. Right. Very healthy. I'm a restore. Short and sharp, then. Gary. It was in and out one hour. There. And then how's this? How's this? <laughs> There's a diamond heist. <laughs> On Rockaby Road in Subiaco on the day before Australia Day. And Lockie from Channel 7 walks past. And I see Lockie and I think, well, Lockie's newer to the setup. He probably spotted me, but he might not know who everyone else is. Anyway, I thought, ah, beauty in the clear. And then five minutes later, not Lockie, but his seven news camera and camera operator right. come back and get some shots. So it was just a catch up, nothing more than that. No, as I've come said. on though. What? Well, Macalia Cash does she? 
you know, they've given you, you know, she, you'd need her sort of backing, her influence, her involvement in this. I think at some stage she said, oh, you know, I know you've got a decision imminent soon. Have you thought of all of these things? Here's some pros, here's some cons. Very, very uh, helpful in, you know, advice. The front page of Saturday or Sunday's paper. Where, which They're one? always um, well read, aren't they, Gary? Always well read. I think the Saturday one's probably better read. Okay. But there you go. Um, all right. Well, we've played that game again. <laughs> We'll see. We might have to play the game differently next Friday. We'll see what happens in the meantime. Happy Australia Day. Uh, respect is the key today. If you don't want to, no worries. But if you do, let's have respect for all of those people who do still want to mark our National Day by getting together. Let's have respect for them as well. It's very important we remember that. Langley Park from 3pm or the Birak Concert, Supreme Court Gardens from 3pm. It's four minutes to ten.